Hello and welcome to my first podcast. Today you're listening to You Don't Have to Feel Ready to Achieve It. I'm your host, Max Röck. And if you have listened to last week's episode, you know when I was talking about you don't have to be ready to do it, I was talking about the marathon, half marathon I was running. Yeah, last Sunday. And today I want to give you yeah, an overview of my experience, what I was doing. So if you haven't listened to last week's episode, you can pause now or go back and listen to it before listening to this episode. But I will also give you a f- um, short recap on what um, was going on and yeah, leaning into what I wanted to share with you today in this episode. So I was yeah preparing the last... I would say probably three months, maybe a little bit less, um, for a half marathon. And yeah, not my first half marathon, my second half marathon. So I'm not really a, a, yeah, a regular doing that. It was in 2017 when I ran my first half marathon. And uh, yeah, if you see the finishing pictures, I have like a red face uh, totally destroyed from that run. And if you'd like to see the pictures, feel free to use any of the the links in my show notes to reach out to me and I'm happy to share them with you. Um, And also share the experience of the first half marathon. And that first half marathon in 2017, in May, I believe it was, I was running a, yeah, respectable time, I would say. Back then, my goal was already, which was the same goal this time, was to beat 1 hour 50. Or back then, it was to run exactly 1 hour 50. That was my goal. And yeah, I prepared for it. I worked for it. And yeah, I ran the half marathon back then in 2017. And my finishing time was 2 hours, 1 minute and 7 seconds. Knowing that... I think it was a very, very good time for my first half marathon. But I wasn't happy back then. In the beginning. I realized that it was a huge achievement around my first half marathon. But having set the goal of 1 hour 50 back then and running 11 minutes slower kind of gave me a bumper. I couldn't see the achievement I've done. I could only see what I failed, which is kind of our instinct. We look for the bad things first before we look for yeah, the more fortunate things in our life. And this time around, I prepared for the one hour 50. As I said last week, I didn't feel ready for the time. But anyways, um, yeah, the morning started of the run last Sunday and I think I got up an hour too late, to be fair. And we drove there, we found the location quite easily, where I had to pick up the start number and everything. But I don't think I scheduled enough time in advance to be there, to find a parking spot easily and everything. So I luckily had my partner with me and um, she was able to wait in the car while I picked up the number. Um, picked up the number and then we still had the yeah, I had to get a parking spot. So we drove around. First parking garage was actually closed. 
because they're closed on Sunday and bank holidays. So we keep driving to the next one that was open. But then it was, I think it was one and a half kilometers away from the starting position, looked down on my watch and saw, um, I have like seven minutes or something like that left until the, the race begins. And I'm like, no, no, no way. I have not trained for that now. Um, to not make it even to to the start line so i said to my girlfriend um here take the bag with like drinks for after the run and um, i'm gonna run to the start <laughs> to the start uh, and uh, gonna run that race that's what i've been preparing for so i started running and um i got there asked a guy on the way uh, where's the start and he's oh yeah it's down there uh, but don't worry no rush they they usually start a few minutes later I got there was like two minutes left said oh, okay let's walk a little bit up to the front so I don't have to go through yeah the bulk of people in the beginning to kind of overtake them until on when I find my pace and um, yeah then it actually started exactly at 10 so I was like two minutes kind of calming down again from running to the start um, before it started and started walked easily Walked around the people and then after I think two three kilometers or so I looked down my watch and like oh shit it tells me I'm in like five five minutes per kilometer my target time was average was I aimed for to achieve under one hour fifty was uh, five eleven so I looked down it's like hmm, that's very good keep going it didn't feel any any pressure anything um, I had a bit of a issue with my right. Um, calf and I was a bit afraid of it but it all worked out it was all fine during the run and um, yeah then at around kilometer five or so I saw my uh, yeah old colleague which I said in an earlier episode I run with her I think on the 12th year anniversary of my uh, apprenticeship starting which she actually hired me for so I saw her on the run so I stopped and oh, I didn't stop I they were on a good pace so I run a little bit with her and her friend she had and I said like well I feel um, what's going and um, it looks good it seems like you have a good pace to to achieve your target time and like oh yeah I feel good looks all good and then after maybe a kilometer or two I, I told her well I feel actually very good seems like I can go a higher pace so I left them alone again and keep the higher pace so the race is kind of structures in it's near Frankfurt um, on like a river called mine run alongside the river and then after the half of the race you actually turn back um, and run the same route literally back to the finish and at around kilometer eight the first leading person who actually finished in one hour 14 was actually coming and uh, it was actually impressive how fast he he went and yeah then I ran to the turn everything fine keep walking keep walking and looked down and my watch told me projected finish time one hour 45 I'm like wow that's great I kept up to speed was impressive good and then it came around kilometer 12 and I kind of felt like it started I felt like sick somehow I I thought like I need have to throw up or something like that so um, I felt sick and um, I slowed down a little bit and uh, I think kilometer 13 my pace was already again reach out to me I can show you detailed uh, breakdown of the kilometers if you're interested in something like that if you want to do something like that as well also um, and at kilometer 30 you can see I break down from like 
I think 459 average to 520 then at kilometer 30 and uh, thereafter even like 546, 610, 620 in, at the end I think even 640 and uh, every time I get a, a bump on my arm to get the uh, 1k average pace so I know if I have to speed up or not so every time I see that pump and I go fuck I'm slowing down I know I have to push myself but every time I start pushing myself again I feel more sick and I thought I need to throw up and I wasn't that imminent or urgent that I actually could throw up and then just keep going but it felt really sick that I couldn't keep up the pace but I thought to myself well there were I, I took overtook many people which actually were standing or walking while they were then overtaking me again a few minutes later well, I thought to myself no I'm I'm usually I slow down I might slow down but I never stop I keep going I keep going constantly and yeah the projection time went up to like 1 hour 48 1 hour 49 1 hour 50 1 hour 51 1 hour, 1 hour 53 and one hour 55 it's i think at one point they're like oh fuck that's i kind of have to push myself i'm not sure how to do it to actually still be able to make yeah to beat the two hour mark and um, then at i keep pushing i think the last three kilometers or so they're even getting a little bit better again under six minutes per kilometer but at kilometer I believe it was 19 or so. Um, yeah, my friend, she actually came back to me and she's like, oh shit, I actually, I thought I won't see you again or see you at the finish again having a non-alcoholic beverage. And I'm like, yeah, I was hoping the same. And then she was asking, oh, how she could help me if I'd be more able to kind of, yeah, be distracted when... I'm focused on it and quiet or if she keeps talking to me and uh, that will distract me so she keeps talking to me and <laughs> it's actually great and then I she was keep pushing me when I was kind of falling behind her and I was running yeah trying to catch up to her and she's just like oh it's only those few meters again it's like 400 meters you can see the finish line already and um, yeah through that I think I was at least two or three minutes I gained back through that just being pushed and keep running for it um it was great and even though i had like i think i had a sprint or so it keep distracting me from feeling sick i wasn't able to focus on it because i was focusing on yeah keeping pace with her and making sure i'm gonna make it into the finish and then we actually walked into the finish line my uh, girlfriend actually made a picture of us running into which i think is pretty cool and um yeah i finished i finished the race and through that I gained a lot of time back so I wasn't making it into like 1 hour 55 which I got protect, projected at one time in the race I pushed myself it was harder to do it and I finished my second half marathon under two hours and actually pretty decent amount under two hours so my finishing time was one hour 52 minutes and 52 seconds and honestly the first few minutes it was very very hard to kind of celebrate myself or be happy for the time I was running because as you knew in last episode my ta my target time was to run one hour 50 
underneath one hour fifty actually. So what I was projecting, and what I was uh, yeah even imagining for the day when I crossed the finish line is pressing the button on my watch, stopping the time, look down onto the watch and see the time is one hour forty nine and fifty nine seconds, or underneath. But that was the time I was looking for to be happy with my result. Giving the race, um, being less than three minutes under that time, where I know it's very doable to beat that time. And I believe even my next half marathon will be aimed towards 1 hour 45 rather than 150. I'm very happy with the result because I beat my time by my previous personal record by yeah nine minutes or something like that and I run it under two hours so what now came up in my mind kind of was or even which was probably the most crazy thing I had like eight seven six five four seven kilometers one time when I was starting feeling sick and everything and I'm like keep pushing keep going how you're gonna be able to to run a marathon if you struggle now at kilometer 13 or something like that and um, yeah after going to the finish line kind of brought up into my mind well I, I was struggling now so I have to reflect on what I have done during my preparation and do it better and that kind of brought up the challenge to me to improve there and actually run my first marathon before I turned 30 which I was starting to discuss with my partner, partner and we kind of have to work out the way if that's actually something I'm going to be able to to do. I would love to do it. Not sure I'm going to be able to do it because we might have a friend coming over from Australia, which we share our birthday. So depending on when he's going to arrive, we're going to see if it makes sense to run the half marathon before, which I found one, which will be exactly the day before my 30th birthday on the 13th of June. 2020 so that's something I'm gonna put up here I might be aiming for I'm gonna start preparing for it I'm not sure if I'm gonna do it but that's something I want to prepare for and I want to do in under four hours having that said I'm very happy with the result of last week's half marathon and I realized it wasn't the day it wasn't the days before I've missed the time, it was the weeks, the months before, and especially the first week before I actually started my training plan, where I missed that record, and I'll tell you why. So my friend, she actually texted me straight after, oh, I think she she ran the half marathon and ran back to her apartment, which was, I think, another 10 kilometers, because she preparing us for a marathon in, I think, two weeks' time. And she texted me after I said like, oh yeah, I looked through, your pace was very great, the first 12 kilometers, and I looked through your, so we are connected on Garmin, where I track all my times. And she said, she read through my my training runs, and she said the pace was very good in my training run, but I miss very slow, long runs. And I was kind of confused, They're like, what, what does she mean? She called them like oxygen runs, so I actually have to look up the... The, the proper English meaning of it, but they're kind of called oxygen runs in in uh, in German, and um, they help your body to to know your body has to push further even um, 
in a long run. So what I have done was I have actually never done a run over like one and a half hours in in that sense where my body knows it has to push harder and keep going. So that's where it actually hit me. And I thought, well, why didn't I know that, that I have to do in like my heart rate, 65%, maybe 70% max, even below long runs to prepare my body to be able to push going forward and do those runs. I read through it and especially for marathons, they say those slow pace, low heart rate runs, long runs are important that you be able to go the full distance. And then I'm like, well, that's silly. I would have probably been running 145, 143 or something like that if I would be able to push the speed all the way through. And what I failed to do was doing slow paced, low heart rate, not very intensive long runs to be able to do this. And I didn't know because I was using a prepared training plan which I wasn't focusing on the heart rate aspect that much. So it gave me heart rate levels I have to be keeping in. But I was usually going to the upper end of the of the range to be able, which I thought, to be able to be faster and be prepared and be able to go faster, which was actually counterproductive and had the opposite effect because I needed those slower runs. Um, and what annoyed me on that was as you might have heard, I'm being coached in different areas. I have a mentor to improve myself and productivity and be more focused, get more purpose and yeah, meaning into my life. But then when it goes for running, where I set myself a goal, I'm not able to reach out to someone to actually ask. And I have been running when I was living in Dublin with triathletes who have done probably three or four triathletes, triathlons. Um, People who have run, I think his uh, his highest run was 90 kilometers or so, ultra marathons. And other runners who have done couple half marathons and marathons. And I'm not able to reach out to any of them or even to my colleague when I know she's preparing for, former colleague when she, I know she's preparing for a marathon. Reach out and just ask them in like one sentence. What do you think is the most important training aspect I should make sure I don't cut out of any week and 100% they would have told me long slow paced steady runs that's it so not dwelling over me my incapability to reach out and do it which I know now I have to do better which I have practiced this week as well when it goes during my working hours if there's something I don't miss I'm going to reach out to the people I know they might know and it got me a lot further this week than I would have gotten along myself. What I learned from my half marathon and projected in other areas of my life. So from every area and aspect of your life you can learn things you can apply to other areas of your life. So my learning from that story is reach out to the people you already know. You usually do things or aim for things people around you or people you look up to have already achieved. So reach out to them. We are in the 21st century. Google at our fingertips. 
with Instagram and God knows Facebook, LinkedIn, everything, almost everyone is possible to be reached. Or someone who has similar results to the person you want to reach. So put in the effort, reach out to them and ask them if they could, if you could ask them a few questions and if they could give you advice. And I'm telling you, if someone has gotten up that way, they're proud of what they have achieved because they would have never gotten there otherwise and they're happy to help you and help you to get there as well. So that's what I wanted to share with you today. I learned it from it and me preparing for my next race, I will most certainly reach out to the people I know already have done it and perhaps even look for like a running group or a coach with a group ideally close to me which I can run with because for now for this race I've run most races on my own I have been only myself to pace and when I was able to run in Dublin my pace increased so much more was able to run with those people and seeing the last three 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 and a half whatever it was kilometers running with my my friend getting that also to be pushed I think that's just the power of yeah a community a tribe we have around us to push us higher than we would get without us so that's what I will do and that's what I advise you to do as well look around you there's so much valuable things so close to us make use of it and reach out to me if there's anything I can contribute to you to your success solving your problems and make your life a better one thank you for listening i'm your host max Rick, and until 